29 of the Circle Back Podcast, the show where two great friends get together and just talk about video games. I'm Dan Lamarca. As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufernoy. Adios. Wait, adios. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> wrong, wrong word. Hola. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, today is going to be a, an interesting episode. Uh, we're basically, the entire episode is going to be us running through uh, the E3 press conferences. And I'm going to explain what we're going to do because I am not, we're not going through every single game. What we are doing is going through every single game that we're interested in. So I made a list of games from each of the conferences, and uh, we're basically going to go through starting on Saturday with EA and ending with Nintendo on Tuesday. Let's do it. Okay? So first, EA. EA was Saturday. Um, so full disclose, full like transparency here. I watched all the conferences. Dan was, was able to catch up on some of the trailers. He wasn't able to watch the conferences, but so I'll, I'll be able to comment on the actual conferences and like, I'll talk about how fucking weird, you know, Square Enix's conference was. And, but mostly we're going to just be going through the games and talking about them. So starting with EA, uh, we saw Unravel 2. Yes. I know Dan was a fan of the, first, the Unravel. first Unravel. And they released it that day, I think. Yes. Right? Unravel 2 is out. Um, it, it looks cool. I mean, I, I did not like the platforming feel of the first Unravel, okay. so I was, I'm not too excited for this. But if they tweak it a little bit, it's co-op, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it seems cool. And it has that same Unravel charm yeah, that, that, we, like, that we know and love. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, It's very warm and yeah. friendly. And, and that's neat. I'm sure you, maybe you'll play it with your sister now. It's mm-hmm. co-op. It's cool. Definitely. Yeah. Um, there was only a couple things here from EA that I, that I was interested in at all, and one of them we didn't even see a snippet of is uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order by Respawn, the guys that make Titanfall. Mm-hmm. So we knew they were making a game. We still don't know what the hell it is, but they announced that it'll be take place between Episode 3 and Episode 4 in the Dark Period, um, and so... That's pretty much all. I'm so disappointed. Remember that Star Wars game that, that was going to come out? Thirteen, thirteen. Oh yeah. man! No, I know it looks fantastic. Also, that Amy Hennig Star Wars game. Yeah, but like but, that's going to be like yeah, no more, right? But what cool. I'll say is, I think it's very promising for a team like Respawn to be mm-hmm. getting the Star Wars license. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Uh, the main thing uh, yeah, that we're all everyone was excited about is Anthem. Um, so. We got actually a good look at Anthem for the first time. New ever. Bioware game. Yeah, it's a new game for Bioware, and as a lot of people thought it might be, it is appearing to be a Destiny-like game. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's going to be co-op, instanced online experience where um, you're not constantly online with everybody, you know. But in the hubs, you might see other players. There might be events and stuff. Um, but they did a really good job at showing the tone and the, and the world and showing a little bit of the gameplay because you saw, we had seen in the past, like, you know, these guys in the mech suits suits that are like flying around with their jetpacks and we're like, all right, what's the game really going to look like? And we saw a solid like four or five minutes of gameplay Mm -hmm. and it looks just as cool as we thought it would because it's. It really is like an Iron Man suit, like, you know, boosting through, you're flying through. Yeah. I saw one thing that got me really excited as a mech nerd is there's like a heat meter that like prevents you from flying forever, pretty much. So if you get too hot. But it's heating up, it's heating up, and you see the guy fly through the waterfall, and it goes, 
that's it cools awesome. down. That's cool. And I'm like, oh, yes. That's cool. Like, you guys get it. That's cool. So really neat to see stuff like that. Um, and you saw a bunch of different weapons. Uh, I saw the one guy had like a bunch of, mm-hmm. you know, missiles, like, you know, short range. But disappointing though, because like... Missile launcher kind of thing. If it is just like a Destiny... And, yeah. and if you're into Destiny, that's totally cool. But like, if it is just a Destiny where it's just you know looting and and yeah. co-op and it's not missing that everything that I love about Bioware, about Bioware. and stuff yeah. like that. So I hear I hear what you're saying, but what I think it so I think there's room at EA to make games that are I think Dragon Age is going to be what you want because I think mm-hmm. they're going to move Dragon Age into a more RPG area. And they're gonna move Anthem into a more action area. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong. This is just my impression of what I what I've what I've seen so far. But it really looks like you know they've said they've been open about saying, you know, this is a Bioware game. It is gonna have a good story and blah blah blah. But I. Right. But they said the same thing about Destiny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's Wait, just, Destiny is Bioware. No, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. saying people said the same thing right. about Destiny as. You know, and hey, Destiny we have a story, and yes, they did have a story, but it just wasn't very good. Yeah. So. Can we expect the same thing from Anthem? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping a little... Uh, I don't know. Because I know how you feel about the Mass Effect games. It would just be really, yes. really cool if it had that sort of like... That would be very cool. And, you I, know. I just don't think it does. Yeah. It might, though. I don't know. Um, so we're going to move on to the Microsoft conference. I'm going to say E3 or EA in general. Really poor showing. A lot of... A lot of time spent on sports and yada yada, as you expect from EA, but... They didn't have a ton. Oh, the one other thing that they did have that I didn't mention. I got to look it up. There was, a, there was a cool... So you know how they have that... Um, they basically have uh, something... It's EA Originals or... Yeah, it's it, that, that game Fae or Fee. Oh, right. That just came out in February. Yeah. That game and A Way Out were these EA Originals. And they announced a new one called Sea of Solitude also at this conference. I, I left it off my list, but I just oh, remembered okay. it. It looks really neat. Yeah, this is some of the art here, but it's, you know, we didn't get a really good look, but the, from, from what we could get from it, it seems like a, I don't know, the, the style of game, probably a third person, mm-hmm. like, you know, limbo-esque kind of thing, except from third person, but it definitely seems like an, a really interesting world, a really unique art style, definitely. you know, it, it looked very cool, and, I, and I'm happy to see that kind of stuff out of EA, but for the most part, I was not very impressed with this conference, yeah. con- conference in general. Um, so we'll move on to Microsoft, um, which is the next conference on the list. This was Sunday afternoon, morning, whatever time zone you're in. Um, Microsoft had a lot to show. And I'm very upset because I don't have an Xbox One. But here's the good part. 70% of what they showed is multi-platform. Yeah. So it's like Microsoft's whole mantra for this was we want to be the first ones to show you games. So you're like, hey, these all, games are all coming to Xbox. So, you know, along with the fact, I'll, I'll, I'll mention briefly, uh, they also announced a couple acquisitions. Something that Shelby will be really possibly excited for is that Microsoft announced uh, that they bought Ninja Theory, which is the team that made Enslaved and the team that made Hellblade. And so... They bought them, and now that's a Microsoft first party. Wow. And that's okay. really cool. They also bought Undead Labs, which made State of Decay. Okay. They bought uh, Playground Games, which makes Forza Horizon. So they're really trying to 
make an effort, a, a public effort to Stand say, there. we're, tr we know we don't have the best first party offerings, but we want to change that. That's and so awesome. I really like that on Microsoft. I don't want to go too deep into, into all these different business mm -hmm. practices, but I thought that was an interesting one to, to discuss. Um, so let's get to the games. This first one, um, awesome adventures of captain spirit. So this is a game in the life is strange universe. Okay. It looks to be a Life is Strange style dialogue. Is it Don't Nod? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 basically a standalone experience that ha that kind of is a lead in to Life is Strange okay. too. So it's just a single episode. It's gonna be free. Oh. Okay. June twenty sixth. Um, looks really really cool. You play as this kid who thinks he's a superhero or dreams of being a superhero, I don't know, and it kind of flips between the real world and what he sees kind Ooh, of thing. Okay. And it looks neat. It looks really neat. I mean, it has that, like, twee aesthetic that, that all Don't Nod games have. I guess I shouldn't say all Don't Nod games because I've been playing Vampire. And, have you been playing it? Yeah. Playing we'll, talk about, yeah we'll talk about that next episode. This one's a little jam-packed. Um, but that looks cool. I, you, know, you know I love Don't Nod and I love Life is Strange, mm -hmm. so... Um, Excited to get a little get a little cool. taste of what yeah. uh, season two might be. Um, then they announced Battletoads is returning. That's insane. Yeah, that's really exciting. So the original Battletoads uh, has some good parts to it. It's a bad game because it's too, way too hard. Classic though. It's not a good game though. Um, but I, they could do something interesting with it. I, I don't know if this was really you know we were begging for this, yeah. but. Um, I think did I think, they ever make a like a like a remake or a sequel to Battletoads yes, at all? They have yes, they have, and they've been bad. Um, but I will say it was not Microsoft owned studio yeah. or Rare, let alone. So mm -hmm. this could possibly be Rare. We don't know. Okay, I, they might have even announced that, and I'm, I just didn't notice it. But um, Battletoads is set to release 2019, so we'll see what that's all about. Don't get too excited, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, they announced a Cuphead expansion, cool. which looked really cool. Uh, they added Miss Chalice as like a playable character, and she looks really neat. Um, you know, more Cuphead is great because that game is absolutely fantastic. So excited to see what that's about. Let's talk about this game. Yeah, next game. So Cyberpunk 2077, we've been excited about for a long time. The guys that make The Witcher are making a Cyberpunk game. Like that's like that's really cool. That's like a dream thing. You know what I mean? Like so. What we saw at the conference, we'll talk about what we saw at this Microsoft conference, and then I'm going to talk about what we know because people have, people at various websites have gotten hands-on behind closed doors right. at E3, and we can talk about that as well because that is way more exciting. So the trailer itself, really fucking cool, mm -hmm. basically a tone piece, didn't show you anything about the gameplay. So what I'll say is I love that world, and I initially was a little put off by the main character slash narrator being a little like this world here's what happens here's how it goes like i was a little terrible like, and i'm gonna take right. care yeah, i'm like okay what are we doing here and so but there's a bunch of little vignettes in that trailer that all look incredible the music is really mm -hmm. good like it you can tell that world is really like you know I just like explore it like a, well just like the witcher it's yeah. like they get every detail right just like, like they go, yeah. do every little thing that you need to do to make a world feel fleshed out. Mm -hmm. So that's why I had faith in them no matter what. But then you see the little vignettes, like you see the the girl putting on makeup and you just see her eyes at first and then right. it pulls out and like her mouthpiece, she's a ro she's like a robot right, and her yeah. mouthpiece isn't in and she's doing her makeup like <laughs> yeah, this, it's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. And then you see the guy on the train who's like face is on fire and the right, two girls yeah, are like dancing like, on him. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just like... 
and it's like, God damn, I just love this world. It looks yeah, so cool. Definitely. Did they get um, a release date for Cyberpunk? No. Didn't even give a release year. No. So they're basically saying... And there's no gameplay, just the trailer. That's so, the but let's talk about the behind closed door stuff. So this is just me hearing about it, reading about it, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. You know, I have no insider, you know, information here, but it's a first person game, which nobody expected. Wait. First person. Really? Yes. And apparently it's really good because it feels like an Elder Scrolls game with dialogue trees from a Mass Effect game and side quests of That's like, so weird. it's just such like a, yeah, I didn't expect it. I always thought it would be third person similar yeah. to The Witcher, but it, what, what people are saying is it feels like The Witcher in the story mm -hmm. and the dialogue and the side quests. And then it feels like a first person shooter, like a Bioshock type thing. That's awesome. And then what's really cool about it is how deep the RPG elements are because it has the six statistics from the cyberpunk tabletop game where it's like all these really incredible things where it's like, these are what you're putting your points into. And one of them is cool and cool, like allows you to like pull off shit that you, that you wouldn't be able to pull off just because you're so cool. You know what I mean? Like it really capped, it's really going for that cyberpunk. That's like, cool. Yeah. It's really, really neat. Um, the other thing that I've read is, I mean, obviously there's romance stuff like like any of these style of games, um, but what I've definitely heard about is that the shooting seems pretty decent. It seems more like like a uh, Deus Ex style like action like kind of shooting. Okay. Um, but again, you know, you're also exploring this world, meeting new characters. Mm -hmm. You know. Certain decisions will have other characters die and stuff like that. Like, The Witcher was huge on that, where it's like, hey, your decisions really matter. Like, this main character could just be gone if you, you know, if you don't side with them in certain things, you know. It just looks like a really, really neat game. And they did say, hey, we wouldn't be, like, it's not ready yet, but we wouldn't be showing you this if we didn't think we were nearing it. Still, though, I wish I, you know, but I, that's I'm what looking they, forward to some What some I'm saying gameplay, is, because that sounds really interesting. But that's what they said was, yeah. we wouldn't be showing this if we weren't getting ready. All right. You know, so, could let's, be end of 2019. Let's do it. Or it could be 2020. But either way, I don't think it's going to be much further out than that. So, very excited about that. That's cool. one of That's one of my favorite games that I've seen here. Um, but moving on through the Microsoft conference, game that looked absolutely incredible is Dying Light 2. Okay. So, you know the original Dying Light? That's the one with the zombies, right? <laughs> that's one with the zombies. That's about <laughs> like probably half the games of on all this video list. games. Yeah. Um, no, but that's the one yes. I know the guy, he's got the, 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 yes. like the club and the beard yes. and there's like so, running zombies. Yes. Dying Light is by the guys that made Dead Island where it's very melee, like it has a very unique melee focused right. combat where like you have to like do certain inputs to like swing and mm -hmm. stuff. Like it's really fun combat. But Dying Light was very focused on like parkour tile okay. style things. So it's like you run on walls, jump off of them. It's, it was like Mirror's Edge with zombies, and it was a really cool game. That first game was great. This one, they got Chris Avalon to write it, who is famous for like you know Planescape Torment, like all his old CRPGs. Like really, really good writer. And he wrote Into the Breach, and he wrote. Okay, like, your guy. Yeah. He he just really he is like the guy, honestly. Like he, if you want like a really well, he's very good at fleshing out worlds and stuff like that. Um, and what they're doing is they're making this like systems-driven game where 
you depending on like what faction you side with and certain decisions you make it changes the world around mm -hmm. you like they showed an example of like all right you there's this water supply that's very valuable to people obviously in this like terrible world um so they found this thing of fresh water like almost like a mad max like immortan joe type thing but so they're like all right you have the option do you want to tell this faction about it who is like the enforcers who like are all about law and order or do you want to tell this guy about it this faction about it who are like black market traders mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff and it's like well if you side with one then the enforcers get it and they kind of set up like a fascist like state where they're like everyone gets this amount of water you know you, you step out of line you're done like sort of thing so obviously that's not great but if you did it the other way then a lot of like because the black market is like a seedier place with a lot of like you know criminals and yeah. stuff all of a sudden the world is a lot more dangerous and people will attack you outright more and it's like so of course like all right a little eye rolly where it's like you know what, what are we doing here like is all sides are bad kind of thing but it's just interesting to see those kind of implications yeah. for the world when this the first game had nothing like that so it looked really really cool and and it seems ambitious as hell. it's had gameplay though excited. for a while though of dying light 2 yeah i want to say I've... no 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 I'm thinking of a different game then. There's yeah, a guy, maybe. brown, like, leather jacket, beard. Are you thinking of the Sony game? Sony Bend game? Days Gone? Maybe it's Days Gone. Yeah. That could be it. That's Days Gone. Well, like, I, just remember I know it. what you're talking about. That's like the Daisy style where they're, like, running in. There's big groups of zombies and yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not this game. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they wouldn't show a Sony game at the Microsoft conference. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dying Light 2 looks really, really cool. Um, I'm excited for that. I think they also said... 2019 for that okay. um they showed a cinematic of gears 5 just called the gears 5 which i thought was interesting not gears of war 5 just gears you excited though no yeah not really great. um yeah i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. um but we'll see interestingly enough they also announced a gears funko pop game yes. for your <laughs> iphone which is like the worst combination of things I could ever imagine. Like I just can't think of a more terrible. We all thing. love Funko Pop, though. Who loves Funko Pop? I hate Funko Pop. You hate you hate the little figures. They're terrible. You don't like the Funko Pop figures. Funko Pops are like the worst figures in the world. They all have those stupid faces. They all look the same. Dude, I have like twenty. Oh, I hate Funko Pops. Oh, they're so, so cool. They they're have not. everything. They have a Scrooge McDuck. But what's cool about them? They have a Pennywise the Clown. Explain to me what's cool about them. They have my Bioshock one. I have a Big Daddy one. Explain to me what's cool about them. They have to take every like fandom uh -huh. ever and morph it into this weird looking like ugly ass yeah. thing. Yeah, it's terrible. It's awesome. You know what I like? A nice figure. I have a Look at these head. beautiful amiibos. I have a leather head from the Ninja Turtles. And does he have pop. this big wide face and he looks yeah, stupid? He's got the eye, yeah, but it it's freaking terrible. leather head. Like how else would you get uh, these figures? How else would you be able to like get these figures of things? I'd rather like? have no figure than a Funko Pop. Whoa! <laughs> I hate Funko I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. I fucking hate a Funko Pop. They are the worst things ever. The, there's one one single Funko Pop that I've ever seen that I've liked in my life, and it's the Cuphead Funko Pop that they announced here because it literally just looks like Cuphead. Well, I have an Iron it doesn't Giant. have that face. It looks like Iron Giant. It's amazing, man. These Funkos Get out of here. are just I'm done with so the Funkos. Good. They have a Chuck D and a Flavor Flav Funko Pop. And they look like the same fucking thing as the next Funko Pop next to it. They're terrible. But anyway, they announced that stupid game, Funko Pop and Gears, which is like... <laughs> the worst combo I've ever heard. And then they also announced a Gears of War tactics game. 
I think they called it just Gears Tactics. Okay. Or it was almost like an XCOM style Gears game. Mm. Interesting. Didn't, I'm going to be honest, I was not thrilled with the way it looked. But, um, you know, you know, I love my tactics games. So. I know you like your tactics games. I'll check it out. Uh, then we have Halo Infinite. So Halo Infinite. I did hear about this one. We did not see any gameplay. We don't really know what it is. Mm-hmm. We saw a really interesting, um, basically cinematic trailer. Just said Halo Infinite. No release date or anything. Definitely curious. Is this Halo Six? Is it? Is it a separate thing kind of that's a, like, like a Halo Reach kind of thing? Yeah, we have no idea what it is, but um, it it was stylish in a way that I haven't seen a Halo game be in a long time. So I'm definitely intrigued by it. Um, then we got our first look at Just Cause Four. Again, leaked by uh, Walmart Canada, so we already knew about it. But um, you know, I I was a huge fan of Just Cause Two. Three did absolutely nothing for me. I don't know if it was just too much of the same, same formula or if, if that game just wasn't very good. Um, but they make really fun sandboxes to do funny shit in. And uh, it, it unfortunately seems like they're sticking with that kind of darker tone, serious story. And it's like, you just don't get why people like Just Cause. So we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, a game I'm super excited about is Metro Exodus. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. Um, they showed a little bit of gameplay of that. Um, looks really, really good. That's kind of, that, that's on the same day as a million of these other games because they said Crackdown 3 is releasing February, um, 2019, Metro Exodus, February 22nd, 2019, mm. Days Gone, February 22nd, yeah, 2019, yeah. they're all getting on the same day, um, then we have Kingdom Hearts 3. But they've been talking about that for... We all knew about it. They showed many things for it in the past. This was real gameplay look. They announced the Frozen World. Mm-hmm. You know, for all you Kingdom Hearts fans, you're going to love this game, I'm sure. Are you going to get it? you going to pick it Absolutely up? Absolutely not. <laughs> I hate these games. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, the funny thing about this game is it was at Microsoft. It was at Square Enix. It was at Sony. And it was the same goddamn trailer three times in a row with different things added on after. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> so, Kingdom Hearts fans, rejoice. Uh, it's coming out January 29th, 2019. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's freaking out. Yeah. That I know, at least. Everybody I know loves Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah. It's not, I'm not, not crazy about it. It's myself. not a good game. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Like, it's a great concept. It's a great concept. It's a, not a fun game to play. Um, then we have Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, man. Ori. What a game. What a game Ori and the Blind Forest is. It breaks my heart because they said they were going to release that for PlayStation. They never did. I would have told you that they would never do that. I don't know who told you that. I read it somewhere. Yeah. On the internet. You should, Wherever, trust, you should trust everything you read on the internet. Wherever you read that is a lie because Microsoft published that game. You should trust whatever you read on the internet. That game would never That's come what I'm out. saying. <laughs> I could have told you that from a while away. But... Ori and the Will of the Wisp looks like Ori and the Blind Forest 2, and it looks absolutely incredible, just like the first one. Um, from what I've heard with a couple hands-on demos, it sounds like they added a lot of things mechanically mm-hmm. to make the Metroidvania um, elements a little bit stronger, and uh, makes me very excited. Cool, man. I, it's one of the best Metroidvanias out there. It's a really good game. Um, last thing I have on my list here is... Sekiro Shadows, Shadows Die, twice. Die Twice. So this is the From Software game that they've been teasing. They teased at 
I forget what it was. Game Awards, maybe? No, I forget what it was. It was like a bloody rope. Yeah, so we, we figured out what that was because we saw... So I, I think it was Game Awards, but whenever, whenever it was shown, um, what we saw was this teaser. It's a From Software, and then it was this like rope with these bones, and it was like, mm. whoosh, like twisting and doing whatever. So this trailer opens with... A guy getting his arm cut off, like here. Right, right. He's got. And then you see that he gets like this arm attached. So it's obviously that's what the teaser was. Was they're making him a new arm, and uh, the game looks just absolutely incredible. So we we saw some cinematics and we saw some gameplay, and from what it looks like, it has elements of a Souls game. It has elements of a Bloodborne game, and it has elements that we haven't seen in a From Software game. So it's like, it it seems to have the tactical combat. Plus, they emphasize this one shot where he like goes down and his axe or whatever his sword or his axe like extends out, and it looks like a transforming weapon like oh in Bloodborne, my gosh. Uh, which is really really interesting. It just looks so cool in the world, and there's like the world looks so great. It's in the jumping maneuvers yeah. too, like you know. Oh. But that's what I was gonna say. The the new mechanic looks like you could like rope and then and like swing up. Yeah, and it just oh, it oh, looks so good. Man. The combat looks so fluid. Really, really cool boss designs. We already saw, like, that huge guy that, like, spits poison onto his oh, sword. Yes. Um, we saw the, the big enemy with, like, very Souls-looking enemy with the big thing around his neck that, like, comes over and grabs yes. you and slams you into the ground. Um, and then at the very end, it shows, like, this big-ass snake yeah, going cool after bridge. you on this bridge. The big st- That's so cool, too. Yeah. So it, it obviously has the Souls DNA. But those um, are they're adding a little bit more. Uh, yeah, looks like they're they're trying to make it its own thing, which yeah. which I love. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather them do this than make a sequel to anything because it's. I trust I, like they have my trust. Did they give a date? A release date? No, I don't think they did. I think they um they might have said twenty nineteen. Let's look that up. That's a definite first purchase. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's uh, so exciting. Because everybody was talking about uh like Bloodborne uh too, but honestly like I'm glad let's leave Bloodborne the way it was, and like so here's something new, something exciting. So. That's really, really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Do they have anything else to say about it? Like, anybody, like, you said, like... They just said 2019. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we know about it so far. Um, you know, I think I think people are getting hands-on with it behind closed doors, so we'll uh, hopefully hear some more about that awesome. soon. Awesome. I can't wait. That's probably... I'm yeah. Out of all these games so Looks far, so that's the most I'm excited for. So with with that, that's the end. So again, these are not every. This is not every game that, that Microsoft announced. But um, oh, we also got our first look at Fallout seventy six. They didn't show much yeah. because they knew the Bethesda conference was going on later. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got our first look there. Really strong conference by Microsoft, and like I said, showing all these third party games paired with announcing, paired with a couple of. You know their own games with mm-hmm. the Battletoads, with Gears, with Halo. Right. You know they're trying to bring out their first party stuff, while also, um, while also announcing all these third party yeah. games. You know, Ori, Halo, Cuphead expansion, Battletoads. Like they're really saying everything we have, we're Spirit trying to give. And, yeah. Well, those are but the Captain Spirit is third party. That's right, going to come okay. to everything. They're all all the rest are coming to everything, but they did a good job of mixing up both of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was Microsoft. I think it was a really strong conference. And then we move on to Bethesda later that night, Sunday night. Um, and I think Bethesda had a really strong conference too. Um, 
they started out with Rage 2, they started out with the Andrew WK <laughs> song, like, just fucking, I, that's the thing, I love Andrew WK and how ridiculous he is and over the top, and the crowd was not having it, <laughs> not having it, he was going nuts, and the crowd was just sitting there like, eh. it was so funny to see, but Rage 2, um, in a similar vein, so the way I would describe it is the original Rage was very self-serious and trying to be, it was, it, it had parts that were ridiculous, but it was trying to tell like a dark, serious game. And it was like this, like, I just did not like the first Rage. I thought the gameplay mechanics were totally fine. It's an id software game. They're going to, they know how to shoot things, right. but didn't do anything for me. Rage 2 going a totally different direction going way over the top he basically you basically can get superpowers they showed off again gunplay looks really really nice i not that interested in it yeah that's the one low point in this conference i would say um i just don't really think and i could be surprised because you know doom 2016 was a huge surprise for me but i just don't see it with this game no it's possible we'll see I, I'm, I'm willing to you know hear about it but well, speaking of doom yeah speaking of doom this was exciting they announced basically doom 2 they said it's a direct sequel to doom it's called doom eternal um and the trailer was fucking incredible it was really really good where it just showed it looks like it's gonna be hell on earth because they showed like a bunch of demons walking around and like a really dilapidated and then it was like street lights and a skyscraper and like it, it's that's awesome yeah it looks really really cool and Really good music, like just like the first Doom game, where it's just yeah, oh, so over the top, like metal, like really. Yeah. It. I'm just so excited for that game. I really love that first Doom game. Um. Now, uh, then they went on to talk about Fallout 76. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on? on yeah. That? Let's talk, let's dig into this a little bit because Fallout 76 was teased. You know, with that before right, E3. Like, yeah, you see the guy in his yeah. suit with the 76 on the back. Right, and... yeah. So they announced it. All right, Fallout 76. Let's let's talk about it. And then they basically said the... Um, basically, it's a online multiplayer uh, Fallout game. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be online only. And the thing that got me a little pissed off about this is they did not pitch it in that way. When they announced it, all right, hey, Fallout 76, find out more at E3. And then at Microsoft, they do a Fallout trailer. Don't show any gameplay. Don't talk about that as co-op and stuff. And it's like, they were pitching it as a like real a Fallout game, game. Like a new Fallout, yeah. So it was very disingenuous. And that's the one thing I did not like yeah. about Fallout 76. It's like all the, the Elder Scrolls games that, you know, online. Like all that sort of... Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online yeah. is, is a very, very beloved and prosperous MMO. Mm. But... Fallout 76 appears to be a small... So what what they talked about was like, you're in this world with... You can have up to four friends, mm-hmm. and then there are other people living in this world. There will be no other NPCs, they said. There will be no NPCs, and there will be enemies, and just other players. So... What that reads to me like is this is going to be a totally dead world and it has nothing about why people even like Fallout. So I'm interested to see the reception of this game because without 
NPCs and side quests. All and, weird things that you can do. Yeah, it's very. I'm very curious. It, it seems like there's a lot of building. It seems like it's gonna be like you know how you're mentioning talking about Sea of Thieves, where like it's like yeah. you just like go and you meet other people. It's like that's cool, but that's like it. Yeah, I'll be curious. Maybe maybe there's more than than what they're talking about now. But I, again, a little lackluster here. I'm mm-hmm. you know that game will be very popular. No, I'm sure it will. And like people said, will love the, it. The Elder Scrolls Online is very popular. But people. think about it like this: this could be Minecraft in a Fallout world mm-hmm. where you're building with your friends. Yeah, but without the NPCs, and without the, like those wacky. Minecraft doesn't have it. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It, it might just be a totally different game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, we'll see what this game really is. Um, and then they moved on to something near and dear to my heart. They announced a DLC for Prey called Moon Crash. So, this was an interesting one because it's not what I expected. I expected a Death of the Outsider style like single player expansion where they heard you they're gonna take out all the enemies they're gonna do this actually make the game you wanted it to be and what they did instead was make a bunch of different game modes and it's like there's like a roguelike mode okay where it's like run based and you're expected to die but in the same game i don't know i don't know if because they did announce there's moon crash there's this moon base that it, it, where a lot of this is going to be taking place, so I'm assuming it's a new, it, it's a total, because we weren't on the moon right. in Prey. Right, in the space station. Yeah. So it seems like this is a moon base. Okay. And um, so they announced that. They announced New Game Plus for the original game. Okay. Which is nice. And they announced this uh, Typhon Hunter mode. Okay. Which is a six-on-one mode, multiplayer mode, where there are six people playing as mimics. Oh. And one person <laughs> playing as the hunter. It's kind of funny. And the mimics, you can become any object yeah, in the game. You can be a chair, you can be a wrench. You can be anything. And it was, it, it's interesting to me. I, I don't know if I'm going to play it. I think it's a cool idea, though. Yeah. And I think there will be people that really enjoy it. When did Prey come out? That was last year. Yeah, last May. When's the DLC coming out soon? It launched that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's already out. Okay. Yeah. So, interesting. Um, I would have loved more of the Prey that I knew and loved. Uh, rather than this, but um, we'll be alright without that. Something really interesting, more in the vein of what I wanted from Prey, is Wolfenstein Youngbloods. Yes! So, it's like a standalone, full expansion for Wolfenstein. Takes place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested about the story implications of this, because if it takes place in the 80s, and you're playing as BJ's twin daughters, and it's still Nazi-ruled, it what are they going to do for yeah. Wolfenstein 3? Because you know he's going to lose then. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm very curious about that. But we'll see. Because when was Wolfenstein 2? That was 61, right? That was like... Or, I think like it was 68. 60. Okay, so we're in the 60s. Yeah. I think it was 68 because it was a, a lot around the moon yeah. stuff. Okay. 66, 68, something like that. Um, so yeah, this is adult, grown-up, BJ's twin daughters. Right. It was, again, this is more of a tone trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool 80s aesthetic. Yeah, you know, yeah, cool the, music. Yeah, yeah, like, I I really liked what they were showing, and I like the idea of playing as these because it was these two girls that are BJ's daughters, obviously, and one of them's like training, like beating up like a, a heavy bag. One of them's like sniping, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like it, it. It seems like they had the right tone of what mm-hmm. they're going for. So I'm definitely interested for that. They said 2019 for that as well. Um, 
And then we get into the really, really interesting far out stuff. Um, game called Starfield that we had talked about was rumored for a very long time. It's the next true Bethesda Softworks game in the same with the same team that makes Fallout and Elder Scrolls, and it's in space. Okay. And they didn't show anything. They showed a little, you know, pull out from a planet. You know, we're about this story, right? It's, yeah, it's the it's those scrotal games in space. We don't know. But there's nothing. This is a rumor. Okay. They never showed anything. This has been rumored for like six months to a year. Okay. Um. So Todd Howard came on stage. He said specifically, the next game by Bethesda Softworks, that main core team, mm-hmm. is going to be Starfield. Okay. And then they have already started development on Elder Scrolls Six, but it's coming after Starfield. Okay. So. So it must be like a few years. It's. Gonna be- <laughs> it's. He said it's a next. He said Starfield is a next generation game. So I'm wondering what that means because. We have a very specific, um, we have a very specific interpretation of what next generation means, but it might b- mean for him, like well, next gen- it's, it's our right? next generation of software oh, of okay. this engine. I don't know what he's going for with that. Um, I'm really curious because uh, you know if that's the next game, so there's not going to be another Fallout or another Elder Scrolls until, until this game. This game, we're looking. I mean, I'm fine with it because Doom Eternal looks incredible to me. Wolfenstein Youngblood yeah. looks good. Like, I, I, I'm I okay. Want, I kind of want another Elder Scrolls game, though. Yeah, Elder Scrolls 6, a little ways out. They really didn't show anything. They showed a landscape. But it's probably them like, like, talking about it, and then, like, five years from now, it's going to... That's the weird thing about E3. It's like, you can get, like, these cool, like, teasers, and then you're waiting. I remember, like, Last Guardian, it was like that. Like, Last Guardian. Last Guardian, it was a very troubled game, though, I'll say. Yeah. That was a little different. I think... Cyberpunk 2077 is a good example of that, mm. where they showed that initial teaser two years ago, yeah. three years ago, and then nothing, and then now they're showing another trailer, yeah, and you saw yeah, the team yeah. gameplay, you know? You're right. I don't, I'm not a fan of that, personally. Um, I think what, what honestly happens is one of two things. One is the team is very excited to talk about what they're making. The two is... The company and the shareholders are saying we need to show what's coming out next so that we get people excited. Mm-hmm. So even though you gotta wait freaking yeah. five years. Yeah. So that was Bethesda. I think it was a really strong conference overall. I, I saw a lot of enthusiasm from the people on stage. I think Pete Hines always does a really good job at being genuine, you know. He said who's excited to fuck up some Nazis again <laughs> on stage about Wolfenstein Young Buds and it's like Man, I really do like that. <laughs> so that was Bethesda. Big fan of that conference. Um, next one started, kicked off Monday, Monday morning. Square Enix. Um, I'm just going to start by saying maybe the worst conference I've ever seen. Ever. 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 Like E3 maybe ever. Yeah, maybe well, like, ever. Is this any conference of anything ever? <laughs> E3. E3 oh, okay. specifically. Hey, this is the worst conference yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, can't talk about uh, anything. Yeah, can't, can't, can't necessarily say that. But uh, they started off with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They showed a gameplay demo of it. It did not look good. It didn't look good. It looked outdated and clunky and. The weird, like, ambient dialogue from the enemies was really, like, laughable. 
it was weird. And what made it even worse is that later that night, Sony showed The Last of Us Part Two, and they were very similar style demos where it was like skulking through and yeah. taking people out and blah, blah, blah. But compared... But you see, let me give you a little tiny example of what I'm talking about. In in Tomb Raider, Lara takes out a guy, and when... So he's talking, you know, they're talking like, like in a Batman game or something, like, hey, you know, blah, 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 whatever, we got to keep an eye out for the Tomb Raider, blah, blah, whatever. Guy walks away, Lara shoots the other guy with the arrow, and next time, when he finds the body, he goes, whoa, we got a body over here. <laughs> and so in- initially you're like, okay, it's a video game. It's a video game, whatever. Then you see The Last of Us, and they very specifically, I, I, don't, I don't remember the name, I think it was like Evan or something, but... They're talking, these two people are talking, and then one of them goes down, and the other person's teeth is like, God, Evan, no! Like, specifically about that person. Yeah. Like, they're a human. Right, it was not like, like a, yeah. we got a body. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is your friend that you work with, and you're like, we got a body over here. It's like, what the fuck? It was just so weird to see where you're like, the disparity. What do you, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not as immersive as, uh, well, not even a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's just not. And but that's just a minor example of an overall just got a body over here. Not only that, it was just like you saw some cool moves from her. You saw her do the Batman thing of like like she's on a tree and she like shoots an arrow at the guy and then pulls him and like hangs him up. And it's like that's neat. And it looks it looks like it's probably gonna be fun to play. But it just seems like it's left behind, man. It really does. It seems like it's in the dust. I, I don't really know how to explain it better than that. It's it's strange, and we know it's not that same team that made the first two games. That's the thing. I love those games. Those were great games, and this is the first time I've seen this game and said, eh, I don't know if I want to play that. Yeah. And it's weird to say, because I'm telling you, those first two games are like really, Amazing. really great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, so I kicked it off with that, and the weird part is, that was maybe the high point of this conference. Experience. The experience was weird. <laughs> it wasn't good, and it was the best thing that they showed by far. So they showed a bunch of games that I personally don't care about. They showed a crossover between uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Online and Monster Hunter, and I don't care about either of those, so whatever. Um, then they showed one thing that I was definitely interested in called Babylon's Fall. Okay. It literally looked like a Dark Souls. So we didn't see gameplay. It was more of like a tone piece. But you saw these big rusty knights and these like really striking designs very in the line of Dark Souls. And then what happens is this guy's like on his knees and he looks like he's about to get executed. And then like he like does this and like an energy, like these spikes of energy like come out like a whip and like go through the guy oh. and slice him up. And then it cuts and it says Platinum Games. So it's like new game by Platinum, like Bayonetta, Bayonetta Platinum. Like if this is like an action game that's a Dark Souls action game, mm-hmm. I'm in. It's called Babylon's Fall. It was a brief teaser. No promises that that's what it is, but I was I was very interested in that. Cool. Then a bunch more games that I don't care about. And then there's this game. One of the absolute weirdest things I've ever seen. So this, it's this like random white dude walking with like a brown paper bag, and he's walking up. It's FMV, full motion video. Okay. So it's a video, and it's this guy walking, 
and there's two like really stereotypical like Spanish guys like hey what's up man like in the back alley like what are you doing here and the guy sits here and he's like he like puts down his little brown paper bag and like what the fuck are you doing they're like yelling at him and he just goes and then it moves in the camera zooms in and then it turns into gameplay and you like beat the shit out of them and then it zooms back out, and it's full motion video. And then the trailer cuts and says, The Quiet Man. And that was it. <laughs> it was so, with anything. It was so <laughs> bad. It was, it was just so weird. Like, what a fucking terrible name. What a weird-ass game. It was just bizarre. Totally bizarre. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was Square Enix. We saw more Kingdom Hearts, which who gives a shit. But bad conference. Very, very bad. Um, then we moved on to Ubisoft. Okay. Again, Square Enix, uh, what I should say is it was a 30-minute showing where it was just a video, nobody on stage or anything. It was just it was like Nint- what Nintendo does. 30 minutes, here's a bunch of trailers, a bunch of them looked real shitty. That was it. That's it, yeah. yeah. They showed Dragon Quest Eleven. looked fine. I- I'm just saying that there was n- not a lot that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I think Babylon's Fall was interesting to me, and you can have the rest. All right. Um... Ubisoft kicked it off like they always do with a musical number. <laughs> they love their <laughs> their like dancing and singing and craziness. Um, <laughs> and then, so they did the musical number and they announced Just Dance 2019 or whatever it was. I don't even know what, what it actually was, but um, they announced Just Dance. And then they went immediately into Beyond Good and Evil 2. And they showed another cinematic CG trailer really cool one really cool one i would recommend you watch it i like the tone they're going for i like a lot of stuff they're doing and then right after joseph gordon levitt comes on stage nice because he they're partnering with his company hit record okay it to fund people to make things in the game so and beyond good and evil. Now here's the interesting thing. They're so the idea is they're basically crowdsourcing music for the game, like to be play on the radios, you know, fake, you know, disc jo- like DJs, fake uh, certain art for the game, like to put on billboards and stuff. At a top level, sounds interesting. Joseph Gordon-Levitt said they have fifty thousand dollars to pay people to do this. $50,000 to pay people, to pay the million people that are going to make the, the, yeah, the gonna stuff for this game. So I'm, <laughs> so, Wait, I'm still a little confused by that whole practice now. Yeah, so what they're literally doing is sign up for our Space Monkey program. You can make a level in Beyond the Good Not game. a level. Just art, music. Okay. Uh, maybe like voice. Like You're basically submitting things. That could be used in the game. That could possibly be used in the game. And if your stuff gets used, you might get a payday. Isn't that great? No, it's not fucking great. Because you're asking people to make things, and if you don't get chosen, you don't get a dollar. <laughs> and so you're, it's free labor for them. Uh, it's, her- it's horrible. It's a terrible business practice. I hate the idea of it. That's weird. I think there is a way that this works because people like Steam do this. Steam, in a game like Dota 2... They have community members that make skins for the characters that sell, and they get a cut of when their thing sells. 
And Steam pays out millions of dollars each year to people that make cosmetic items for, for Steam mm -hmm. Valve games. That's the right way to do it. Like, there are people that literally will make $30,000 a year making, yes, making Dota yeah. skins. That's, like, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Because they're doing that on the side. Right. Like, that's a really, really cool thing. When you're coming out and saying we have $50,000 for anyone that wants to make these games, it's like, what the fuck? That's weird. It, it's really, it was really off-putting for me. I, I did not like that at all. I, I'm curious if their heart is in the right place or if they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're being shady and being yeah. like, oh, I'm interested. we're, we're going to get free labor. Yeah. I am interested because the, the idea of, hey, if you like, try to make something and it'll be in the game, like, isn't that so cool? You'll get something in our game. Yeah, they're and trying it's to like, like, lure people in, but like, they're really just... Don't like it. Fill in their pockets. So, regardless of that, separate yourself from that. Beyond Good and Evil 2, the trailer was very good, very interesting. Still haven't seen any gameplay. I heard some people are touching it behind closed doors. I heard it's very early looking, like very early. So, I don't know when the hell this game's coming out, maybe 2021. Okay. Um, then they jumped into The Division 2. Okay. Uh, the first Division had a lot of interesting concepts. I think it took that that um destiny uh framework and did something really interesting with it i'm definitely not a division hater i just couldn't really get into it because i thought the story was silly and i thought um the gameplay like the actual shooting mechanics were really really good but the i didn't like how spongy the enemies are mm -hmm. it felt very much like an mmo where you're just like hitting, 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 except you're shooting instead. You know what I mean? I think I played the division once yeah. with our buddy Scott. Okay. And that was enough. And I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Cool. Um, I think they did a lot of interesting things for the genre, and I think the division two is actually looking pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I still don't think it's for me, but I think it was a good showing, and they they showed some gameplay. It looked interesting. So, division two, not bad. Um, they announced a Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Donkey Kong expansion. Donkey Kong expansion. They brought out Grant Kirkhope onto the stage. He's the man that made all the music for all the Donkey Kong games or Banjo Kazooie. Like, he he is the guy. And they did a live they did a live score for the trailer. It was really cool. Oh um, damn! I really enjoyed that a lot because I, his music is really good. Um, but I will say this Donkey Kong expansion looks huge. It looks almost like a brand new game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's like five or six worlds or something. Like it's a lot. And, you know, new playable characters, they have a Cranky Kong Rabbid, <laughs> and they have Donkey Kong, and, you know, it, it looks really cool. I, I like that game a lot, um, so I'm interested to see what they could do with that. Um, then we have something that's very interesting to me, believe it or not. Yeah? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, lay it on me. So, you haven't seen this at all, right? No, but I know of it, though. So, I'll tell you... It's like they Greek. did the impossible, Dan. They got me interested in an Assassin's Creed game. It's Greek, right? It's like it's Greek, Greek yeah. It's it's the yeah, it's the Athens, Sparta, okay. you know. That but thing. you're interested. The reason I'm interested is because they are continuing to get away from Assassin's Creed in the way that I don't like. Okay. The like Origins was close. Because the combat felt a lot weightier. It was almost a little Witcher-like. Like, it felt pretty cool. Now they have dialogue options. Oh, so it's not just... Romance options. Okay. It, it feels... It looks 
like a Mass Effect style like dialogue wheel. Really? I'm like, hmm. It's not just, hey Ezio, go over here and press X and kill this guy. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Ezio, it's not go over here and stab this guy. And and they basically talked Sorry, about to the people that like it. But they so. talked about their implications like you can have a non lethal uh wow. mission and there are implications for what happens. And there are there are things that are like um, you choose a side, but like one or the other in mm. certain missions, and the other side, you know, you might ruin a relationship ah, okay. with somebody, yeah. and yeah, you might yeah. even fight them in the battlefield, Ooh. and like real characters can die. So they're continuing to move towards things that I yeah, like. They've been listening to I you, know, man. I love been, it. They've been watching the Circle Back podcast. Yeah, definitely have. Um, but yeah, it honestly looked really interesting. Um, I think some people are upset that they're back to, you know, Origins came out last year, back to yearly, whatever. But interesting nonetheless. For me, I didn't play Origins, so I'm not going to be burnt out on it. Um, I might give this a shot. When's it come out? Uh, this October, I think. Really? Yeah. October or November. Let me look it up quick. Huh. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe, you know. I don't know. I kinda, Origins kind of intrigued me too, though. I yeah. just never got like around to it um but yeah you know i think just you know my minimal experience with assassin's creed but like october 5th oh okay yeah you're you're very similar you're in a similar boat to me and i and i had the same thing origins got me a little interested i was like oh this looks pretty cool like, like, they changed some stuff in a way that i like but you're not quite there yet yeah and now this might be a step far enough where i'm right, assassin's creed yeah. thanks for listening to dan <laughs> so that's that's it for ubisoft I think a pretty strong conference overall. Not a lot of surprises, mm-hmm. um, but but the games that they showed looked pretty good. Um, now we're on to the big one. All right, let's do this. I'm excited. This is the big one for us, especially, you know, we're big Sony first-party fans. Um, PlayStation fanboys. I don't know about that, but <laughs> um, Sony conference, they announced ahead of time, we're doing deep dives into four games. Okay. That's what they said. We're doing four games. Here's what they are. Oh, I thought you Last of Us Part 2. Like, yeah, do it. No, that's what they said. They said that ahead of time. They said Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, and Spider-Man. They said we're doing deep dives into that. That's pretty much all we're going to do. So I was happy to see along the way that there were a few little surprise announcements. They had like little intermissions and stuff. So top level, before we get into any of the games, this conference was super fucking weird. Super weird. They put everybody in this place. It was long too. Guy came up, like played, 40, played right? a banjo, yeah. yeah. Played a banjo for five minutes. And it was the guy that, that, that's scoring The Last of Us Part Two, so you understand it. But he was just somberly sitting there playing the banjo. It was neat, but it's like, yo, you're in a crowd of 10,000 people. Like, they came here not for this. So this guy played. Then it cuts to The Last of Us trailer. And the reason they had them in this weird church-looking place with the lights is because it was modeled after the area in the demo that they were showing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like showed that, and then it went into the demo, and it was really—it was actually interesting. Like with okay. the lights and everything. Yeah. Hanging. Okay, I see what you're going for. Whatever. Now, before we talk about the last of us two, then they brought everyone that was in that that stadium, brought them, said, "All right, everyone up. We're going somewhere else." And they went to a different area in a different stadium. And sat them down and then showed the other three demos in that second stadium. So very weird. And it, it, it also made it for a weird pace because after the, the Last of Us demo, they jumped to like a, a canned 
um, conversation between like different PlayStation employees where they're like, oh man, what'd you think of that Last of Us trailer? Oh, it was great. We have something special for you coming up. And then they started talking and then they were like, all right, here it is. Resident Evil Remake 2. Check it out. And they showed it. And then when they were finished with their segment, they were like, all right, back over to the other arena now that they're in. What? Because <laughs> they didn't know what to do while the people were walking over to the next place and getting sat. That's weird. It was weird. Very poorly paced, very weird. But before we go into the main four, I want to talk about three games specifically that were announced here. So Resident Evil 2 Remake was already announced. Cool. We knew it was happening. That's cool. They showed it. Looks really nice. Mm -hmm. They're totally doing ground up, new gameplay style. It's going to play like Resident Evil 4. Like they, they're changing a lot about it. It's really interesting. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, check that out, definitely. There's a game called Control by Remedy who made Alan Wake, Max Payne, okay. um, Quantum Break more recently. This game called Control has such a striking art style and such an interesting looking sci-fi world. Like you need to check this out. It was like it was like Psyops and Inception like had a baby. It was just really fucking cool. Like I, I it, this game got me really excited awesome. to try it out. Yeah. They didn't this whole conference was very light on release dates even for a game like Spider-Man that has a release, a release date, date they yeah. never said it i don't know why i don't know what the deal was so i don't know when control is coming out but i'm my eyes are on that game for sure um and then the last one neo 2 cool i really enjoyed neo a lot last year i'm worried about neo 2 why they only showed a brief cinematic so it's not it's not like i'm worried about the game because of the game i'm worried about it because FromSoft is making a sekiro ghost of tsushima which we're about to talk about looks fucking fantastic it's like is there room now for neo 2 yeah when you have all these other great games and they're gonna be i'm not just saying great games i'm saying that style that style oh, of yeah. gameplay Japan, yeah. and that japanese chinese like because mm -hmm. i think tsushima is china not Japan. gotcha okay but i'm just saying they're very similar <laughs> and it's like oh neo 2 i don't know man you might be the odd one out here um, but anyway, those are the three main games that I was very excited they had announced during this conference. Now we'll jump to the main four. Okay. First one they showed, Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. So we watched the demo. Right. We watched the gameplay. Um, just totally recaptured the feeling of that first Last of Us. It looks amazing. Us. I'm ready. Put it out, baby. It looks so good, doesn't it? So good. That it's first amazing. of us, this is what, I was just said the first of us. <laughs> That first, You're not the last. We were the, the first. first Last of Us E3 gameplay demo that they showed. It was this extended demo where it ends with like the shotgun to the face. Like it, it, it was this whole big thing where like you saw Ellie throw Joel a brick and he would hit someone or she would whack somebody. Like I remember it so vividly. This whole scene in this like hotel where they're like busting through walls and stuff, and you're just watching it. Like how is this gameplay? How is this gameplay? And they somehow they did it again where you're watching this last was part two demo and you're watching her do this and you're like how the fuck is this well, gameplay it's like a movie there's points where like someone's coming at her she's died but everything ah, about it it was it's like john wick but it's not like I finally watched but what i'm wick. saying is <laughs> what i'm saying is it's hard to understand how that's gameplay she gets shot with the arrow and she goes oh and then like she goes behind the wall and like pulls it out and there's no hud there's nothing yeah. and it's like 
how is this gameplay? I just can't understand it. And like, you, you don't see the person behind you, you get hit and you're like, oh shit. And then this person, like, but it, it made you feel that in like that tenseness mm -hmm. that you actually felt playing the first Last of Us. You know what it actually did for me? Cause I haven't played the Last of Us in a long time. It made me remember why we love that game so much. And it's that tension when you're fighting humans because you don't know how they're going to react and you're like trying to avoid them and you're sneaking around and you're like, oh God, oh God. And you like, attack, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really reminds you like, man, that game was so good. And then it gets you so excited for this fucking game. It just, it looks better graphically than anything I've ever seen. Well, seriously, when I first saw it, I was just like, oh my God, when they're in the, the dance hall and she's dancing yeah. with her girlfriend, I was like, yeah. oh my God, she's like real people. Yeah. Like, it looks like they just, like... And I'll also say, people. that opening scene, before even the gameplay, was fucking awesome. It's really well done. That whole thing with where she's talking to the ex-boyfriend, mm -hmm. and she's like, ah, you guys will be back together in two weeks. And then they're dancing, and she, like, kisses her and yeah. stuff. I'm like, man, that is, like, really fucking good. And then they cut. And, of course, it's, they should be terrified of you. And you then know? it goes into her... And then it's her badass. being, yeah, yeah, terrifying. And then, you know, yeah. It, it was really well done. I thought it was a really, it was a really effective trailer, and it was nice to see gameplay of that game. Um, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Then we jumped into Ghost of Tsushima. So this is the newest game by Sucker Punch. Okay. Um, guys that made um, Infamous, all the Infamous games. Mm -hmm. um, really good games, but obviously they're getting way more ambitious with this one based on the trailer alone. Um, another just absolutely gorgeous amazing looking game like you saw what like riding the horse through those fields of oh, grass man. it was like, like a kurosawa just, movie it looked amazing it's incredible it was, oh my looks goodness. absolutely incredible um but then you see the gameplay of that too oh. and when it, the very it sold me immediately because the second you see the enemies and he pulls out the sword yes. and he's standing there and he comes <laughs> over and he does the one slice that's it the diagonal slice and the guy goes down Shit, like, yeah, like, that looks so cool, oh, man. I just love. I've always wanted a game like that where it wasn't about fighting a bunch of enemies. Yeah. It's about your deliberate quick strikes. Like it's oh, it looks so good. It looks amazing. It looks so good. It really looks amazing. This whole demo was really really nice and um, showed some of the story stuff. It's it's the Mongol invasion, um, and you're playing basically this badass samurai that's trying to, you know. Save the world, pretty Save much. Save the world. Yeah. There you go. It just looks. It just looks so good. I, I'm very. It is, very and I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And we, just, nobody did. They they just showed that just mini great, teaser. It's just a great surprise. Like yeah. like a game. Like you know, like Last of Us. We already are familiar. Like this yeah. is like a new thing. Yes. That's Absolutely. Exci that's totally exciting. agree. It that's looks exciting. So so good. Um, then we get into Death Stranding. So you haven't seen the Death Stranding? No, not demo. the newest recent one. Um. I'm guessing there's more babies in jars and more babies in jars. So the interesting thing about this demo is it it showed gameplay, okay, and it also answered some questions about the world. Now it's such a doing this is a double-edged sword because it simultaneously gives you more insight into what the game is and makes you a little less excited because you're learning more rather than asking questions. You know what I mean? So. The gameplay is third person, behind the back, and all that we saw from gameplay was Norman, you're playing as Norman Reedus, mm -hmm. and you're walking around, you're a delivery man. 
I don't know what you're delivering. I don't know where you're delivering it to, but you're walking around this beautiful landscape of like these like Scotland looking rocky hills and he's like climbing stuff. He's like crossing bridges and he's like holding this huge ass backpack and you're like, what the hell is this game? And then you see him get taken down by those, the monsters or whatever. And so what we learned in, so still a lot of mystery obviously to this game, but what we definitely, my interpretation of what we learned is so we already knew that the rain and the monsters were like aging, mm -hmm. right? So the whole idea is if they touch you, these things that are like, it almost seems like they're in another plane of existence, right? right? If they touch you, you age rapidly. We yeah. saw it in the last trailer uh -huh. where the, it grabbed the guy and he like got really yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Now you see the monster walking and you see grass growing and then dying very rapidly, like everywhere he steps, right? So you know it's aging. You see him step on this photograph that Norman Reedus has, and it gets like very old looking really quickly, right? Now, I'm finally starting to understand, I think, and I could be wrong, I think this baby that's in the jar is a clone of himself. Because if he gets taken down by these things, it'll age up to his current age, and he will die, but it will age, and now he is a grown man again. Whoa. Yeah. I think hey, that's Kojima. What you... I think that's what he's doing. I'm pretty sure. And and we have no real <laughs> nobody said that. I just have a feeling that that's what it is. But I'm still interested in the fact that they keep showing the baby inside of him as well as in the jar. So I'm like, does he have like a bunch of babies? What's what's going on? So Lots of questions still. Um, I'm still just very excited to see what the hell this game is. I'm very is. excited for this game. Um, but again, like I said, first of all, they introduced a couple new characters. They showed they showed off a couple people. Um, something really weird. One of the new female characters, she said like a, a something a day keeps the, the aging away, and she eats this like weird, like it looks like a, a centipede, but it's really fat and thick, and it looked almost like human like. <laughs> And she just goes, and she's crunching <laughs> on it and like swallows it. It's like, mm. <laughs> so like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but game looks weird as hell and I love it. So I'm very excited for awesome. that. Last thing we saw at Sony is Spider-Man. So we know this game comes out September, September 7th. They showed an extensive gameplay demo and it looks so much fun to play. It looks like it's just going to be fucking. Did they awesome. mention any? Um, since I didn't see it, did they like release like any of the characters like from like the canon? They like... showed five of the Sinister Six. Actually, four of the Sinister Six because there was a fifth guy, which is the main villain that we saw in the previous one, okay. the guy in the helicopter mm -hmm. with the. They showed Rhino, okay. Electro, Scorpion, cool. Cool, cool, cool. and I forget who. Shocker? Oh, Vulture. Vulture is there. Am I thinking of Shocker instead of Electro? Well, no, there's two. Electro. It was Electro. Electro? Yeah. Didn't see Shocker. All right. Still, that's really cool, though. That's exciting. So we saw them for, and it basically, the, the gameplay demo was, they're at the raft where they're all being held, and they break loose. And then they're, like, one by one finding him. It's very Arkham Asylum style. I love that, though. But it looks cool. It looks really that's cool. That's cool. And just, it had such a good, so the gameplay looks great. 
in just what it's almost like you're building a combo meter and then doing like a special ability kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like you saw him like doing a bunch of cool stuff and then he jumped up in the air and like did a big like webs came out of everywhere and webbed everyone on the ground. Um, so it definitely has the Arkham DNA, the Shadow Mordor DNA, mm -hmm. like that, that style of combo, combo, do a big ability kind of thing. Um, but what I really liked was when he was like swinging, so the swing looks great. I will say there were a lot of points of like articulation where you can swing to on each each object that you see. It's not like you know these fixed points. It seems like it's a lot because you see little dots as you're like getting close to it, and you can like pick which one you're gonna swing to. Um, what I really liked was Vulture grabbed him at one point and went to give like a classic like bad guy like monologue. He was like, "Oh, I got you," and he started doing like talking, and he just goes, "I don't got time for this." And he's like, oh. <laughs> that goes down. It was so good to see. Like they really are Spider-Man fans yeah. that are that are making a fun Spider-Man game, and that's what was so exciting. Was like seeing that little shit and seeing like his little quips to like Rhino and stuff was just like this is Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it was so refreshing because we we've seen little things, but it was yeah. Oh, it was super. Yeah, it was clearly Insomniac, no doubt about that's it. That's awesome. But I just I'm. Really, really excited for this. Oh, game. I was already very good. excited, but seeing the gameplay that long, I'm like, oh man, good, I good, can't good, wait good. for this. So that was Sony. I think overall, as a showing, I think Sony was my favorite because it, every, all four of those games yeah, super, look super incredible jazz, and what I want to play. Mm -hmm. Microsoft had a lot of really good third-party stuff, so I think they were the big ones. And Square Enix obviously was terrible. And we're about to talk about Nintendo, which was terrible. Like, terrible. Nintendo. Like, not as bad as Square Enix, but pretty damn close. Uh, Nintendo goes into their conference, and, you know, they always have the press play video, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever it's going to be. They show a couple of indie games. They announced uh, Overcooked 2 is coming to Switch. Um, they announced Hollow Knight's coming to Switch. Uh, Fortnite on Switch. Like, they announced a bunch of little things. And they're like, all right. We're here to show you a game that we're really excited for. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I think it was called, right? And we're like, all right, cool, let's see Smash. They, I, you have to watch the whole thing in order to believe like what actually happened because it starts out with them kind of like, you have Sakurai sitting there and talking about, hey, I'm really excited to share this yeah. game with you guys. You know, I love Sakurai. He's like such a genuine person. And he's like, I've been working hard on this one. I think fans are going to love it. And then they're like, but what we're going to do is we're going to show you the little changes that we've made throughout the games. So first, actually, even before that, they were like, we're going to announce characters that are coming to the game. We're going to put the number of, in which they were in the game. So it's like Mario's number one, Link's number three, Kirby's number five, whatever they were on like the character select screen or whatever okay. in the first game. So you start going through. Wait, like, the right. first Smash game. Yeah. Because they're, they're saying, here are the characters in our game that... Here are the characters from past games that are also in this game. Okay. And they start going through. And then you're like, oh, cool, Ice Climbers is back, like, as they're going through everyone. So doing every character ever. So, ever. listen, okay. before you even knew that, that's what I'm saying, it was, they were just going through character. Hey, here's another character. Oh, cool, yeah, Pikachu's back, Kirby's back, blah, blah, It's like, oh, Ice Climbers, yeah, they, they haven't been in for a while, and oh, this person, that's great. And then you start to realize, are they showing everybody? <laughs> and then they 
went through and every single character that has ever been in the Smash game, whether it's DLC or not, including Bayonetta, including Cloud, including Ryu, anybody, Pac-Man, Snake, anybody that's been okay. in any of these games is in this game. Which is, that's when immediately we're like, yeah, this is going to be great. Like, how fun is that? And they're like, but we also have a couple new characters. And they announced the Inklings. We knew that, though. What? We knew they were yeah. coming, though. We saw them in the teaser yeah. or whatever. But they were like, hey, here's, here's a new one. And then, and then they say, let's go through the little changes that we made for each character. And they go through every single character. And some of these things... I'm telling you, when you watch it, it is, like, unbelievable that they went in this level of depth. Because they're saying, like, they're like, Roy now can, you know, you see he, he has a little more fire when he does his, his smash-up attack. And then he'll jump to Kirby. And, like, since we have all 64 characters in this game, Kirby has so many more costumes for this, and they show a couple of them. Then it'll be like... Mario, you might notice, he has Cappy on his head instead of just his regular cap. Like, that level of detail where it's like, and they went through every character. Every character. And how many characters were Like 50? 64. Oh, my God. 65 is Inkling, and 66 is the newly announced character, Ridley. That's cool. Ridley's very cool. I'm glad the Inklings are in there, too. But, so you thought it was over after that because you were already like, okay, they showed every little detail about all these characters. It's got to be over. Then they go, here's some new stages we're going to show you. I said, great. And then they talk about stages for eight minutes. And they're like, here are some new changes to the gameplay. And they talk about air dashing and all these different little things and climbing ladders. And it's like, it was, like, it was I, I'm telling you, you will not believe it when you watch it. It was all just Smash. All Smash. I believe the minute count was like 28 minutes of Smash. Nothing else. And it wasn't, but it wasn't like a match. It wasn't a gameplay match ever. Like it was just talking about and like showing little details. It was very weird. I'm telling you, it was very weird. Huh. And that's how they ended it. They didn't announce Animal Crossing. They didn't talk about Metroid Prime Four. They didn't show the new Pokemon game. Oh, that sucks. Nothing. That's all they talked about with Smash. It time. was so fucking weird, man. I'm telling you. Like they showed a couple things and they announced a couple little things before the Smash thing. They, you know, said Octopath is whatever date, you know, you're gonna, there's going to be another demo, June 14th or whatever. Like, okay, cool. They went on like that. Right. And then, insane. I'm telling you, watch it. It is, like, unbelievable. So, I'm very excited for this game. It comes out December 7th this year. But that was such a bad conference. Such a bad conference. I can't even explain to you how bad. And that's how it ended. That was our last day of E3. And so, all in all, was E3... Uh... I think I think you give them the thumbs up because I think Microsoft showing and Sony showing were so good okay. that they overpower some of the Everything else? Stuff. What's, the, what's the one game you're most excited for? One game? One game. I can't do one. I'll do three. Cyberpunk, Sekiro, and Ghost of Tsushima. Actually, I was going to say those two. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima and Sekiro I'm actually the most excited for oh. what it looks like. I, I, but that's what I'm saying. When you have games that look that good at the show, yeah. then you can say, okay, it was a good show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that whole Sony press conference, those four games just look so fucking good. That'd be some $60 worth spent. Yeah, exactly. Worth spending. Well spent. Well spent. <laughs> Both. But anyway, that was E3 2018. Uh, thank you guys for being with us here to go through the recaps. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us. That's episode 29. Thank you. You can catch us next week. 
every every Monday, 9 a.m. Circlebackgaming.com. Happy E3 and until next E3. Until next E3, we'll see you. What's up, guys? It's Dan from Circle Back. Uh, I'm just here to let you know you can find everything that we do at circlebackgaming.com. If you just want the podcast, we're on iTunes. If you just want the video, we're on YouTube. So catch us either place. Thanks.